Welcome to the Hope United Podcast, where we're creating a culture of worship, family, and discipleship. We hope this message challenges, inspires, and gives you hope today. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. So today, I want to start a new series out of Matthew 5, 14 through 16. If you want to go there, you can go there with me today. Matthew 5, 14 through 16. And it says, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. Now, how many remember when you were a little kid? You remember when you were a little kid? And you had this amazing invention called the flashlight, right? And it was a magical, mystical thing that you could crawl underneath the furniture. You could get underneath the table. You could go behind the sofa. This magical device, a flashlight, was actually invented in 1898, but it's been captivating the minds of children since then. You can bring the lights back up. Jesus chooses to say about us, you are the light of the world. Out of everything he could call us, he, in this amazing sermon, the Sermon on the Mount, legendary sermon everybody talks about that Jesus preached, Sermon on the Mount, he says, you and me, we are the light of the world. So I want to talk to you for the next few weeks about this series, You Are the Light. Look at somebody and say, you are the light. And this isn't a boastful statement. Actually, it's a revelation about who we are as Christians. It's not prideful. It's not arrogant. Jesus says, you are the light. Put your finger on your chest and say, I am a light. I'm a light for the world. Now, the light's purpose is to illuminate dark places. If I were to think about what is a light supposed to do? What is a light supposed to do? A light is supposed to illuminate dark places. Jesus wouldn't say that we're a light if there wasn't something needed for us to do as lights. We are the light of the world. If the world didn't need a light, then he wouldn't have called us lights. So the purpose of a light is to illuminate dark places. See, a flashlight in a bright room like this really doesn't have any purpose, right? But if you turn off all the lights, can you turn off all the lights again? See? There's a purpose for this light now. But with the lights are bright... No purpose. Where there's darkness, there's a purpose for the light. Jesus is telling us we are the flashlight of the world. Do you believe that? Do you believe what Jesus said? That you are the light. I I believe it. That the world is a chaotic place. It's a dark place. And it needs illumination. The type of illumination that God gives. The type of light and illumination that God wants to pour through us. Therefore, Jesus said... You and I are the light. Like a flashlight, this world will not be able to make heads or tails 
of their circumstances. It will be hard to see their hand in front of their face because it's dark. It's chaotic. It's full of darkness. But then Jesus touches our hearts. We begin to say yes to Jesus. And His light begins to shine through us. We become His light in dark times. You can't find the answers in the dark, right? You don't know where you're headed in the dark. You don't know the solutions in the dark. But Jesus says, you and I, we are supposed to be the light. The light source in the world. We are the light of the world. Now let's go back to Matthew 5 for a second. Matthew 5 says, you are the light of the world like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. We are the light of the world, but we're also like a city on a hill. So what does that mean to you? What do you think Jesus was trying to say to us when he called us like a city on a hill? Jesus is trying to say he's calling us to be a community that's set apart, a community that's on display. God has called us not just to shine as individuals, but to also shine as a community. He said, we are the light of the world and also like a city on a hill. God wants his community to exemplify what it is to live in the light. God wants his community to set a standard, to be head and shoulders above. How many like the idea to be excellent? To be head and shoulders above. That's what he's saying. He wants us to be a city on a hill. That people can look and say, wow, that's, that's something that's very clear. That's something that's very definite. It's different. God wants to bless you and put you on display. God wants to bless us as a community and put us on display. God not only wants to bless you, God wants to bless us. A city on a hill. That we would be his prototype upon the earth. He said, you are the light of the world and a city on the hill. To be a showpiece. What is a city on a hill? It's a showpiece on display for the surrounding area. That everybody can say, oh, that's, there's that city. We are to be the city on the hill, the people on display for everyone else to look and see. Look at somebody and tell them today, we are a city on a hill. We will have answers, we will have strategies, we will have power. Actually, we already have those things, but many are still learning how to unlock them. You believe that? It's like a video game. You can have all this potential when you start the video game, but you haven't unlocked these different features. You haven't unlocked these different tools and these different weapons and these different things. But as you play the game and you level up, you get more access to more power, more abilities, more weapons, more tools. It's like that in the spiritual realm. You have all these things at your disposal, but do you know how to work them? Have you leveled up in God? Have you leveled up? Look at somebody say level up. You already have the flashlight, but do you know how to use it? Matthew 5, 14. You already have the ability to produce wealth, but do you know how to use that? Deuteronomy 8, 18. You already have the favor of God, but do you know how to use that? Psalm 5, 12. Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous and surround them with your favor as with a shield. Do you know we have all these things, but oftentimes... We haven't leveled up. We get on level one and we start giving high fives. I'm glad you're on level one. Wonderful. But did you know there's a level two? And beyond that, guess what? 
there's a level three. And the more you level up in God, the more you have access to the promises of God and the purpose of God that he wants you to have access to. But you've got to level up. Look at somebody and say, level up. The world is waiting for you to level up because you and I are supposed to be the light of the world. You and I are supposed to be the city on a hill that people look to and say, man, those people are blessed. Man, those people know how to have good families. I want what they got. So that's what we come together to do. We come together to say, how can we level up in God? How can we, what the Bible says, iron sharpens iron, right? We help each other level up. God has given us all these things at your disposal. The ability to produce wealth, right? Deuteronomy 8.28. And we remember God because he gives us the ability to produce wealth. And in doing so, he confirms his covenant with us as he did our ancestors. Deuteronomy 8.18. But do you know how to activate that? Do you know how to level up? Jesus says, Matthew 5, 14, he says, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. Somebody say cannot be. Cannot be be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. So Jesus goes on to say, this city on a hill should not and cannot be hidden. So neither should a person light a lamp and then hide it. So the imagery here that Jesus gives us is that we are the light of the world and we're the city on the hill. Now we contrast that with the fact that you cannot hide a city that's sitting on a hill. And in a dark room, you cannot hide the fact that someone has a flashlight and it's on. So we deal with these two things. Watch this. Two things about God's people. God's people should not hide. And God's people cannot hide. God's people should not hide. And God's people cannot hide. Let me explain that a little bit. Can I explain it? It's like water. If you have... This is tea, but we'll pretend it's water for right now. If you have water... And you're in a desert and there's somebody that's around you and they're dying of thirst. If you're a good person, not even if you're good, if if you're a decent person, you're going to share some of your water to save that person's life, right? If you are not a good person, you are not going to share your water and you're going to let that person die. If you know that you have the light of the world that can save lives and you withhold that light, what type of person does that make you? Somebody said wicked. Yes. If I have the ability to save lives and I withhold that, what type of person does that make me? The people of God should not hide. And the people cannot hide. So if you're the light of the world, we have a responsibility and even an obligation to shine. I want you to think about that. Anytime you're tempted to blend in, you have a responsibility and an obligation to shine. 
Anytime somebody in the world with a worldly thought process tells you, oh, well, just don't make a big fuss. <laughs> I don't think so. I love it. We have an obligation and a responsibility to shine. So we as his community, a city on a hill, should never try to hide ourselves. Yes, there will be times, there will be seasons that you're going to get flack. There's going to be times you're going to get blowback for being that person that shines. But at the same time, there are people that are looking for that beacon of hope that you have. So here's the conundrum. If I hide myself... If we as a community hide ourselves to try to not receive so much blowback, so much flack, at the same time we're hiding ourselves from the very people that are looking to be rescued and looking to run to the city that has hope. At the same time as I'm trying to not ruffle any feathers, I'm actually also not standing out and shining so people that need hope can come and find hope. So, the people of God should not try to hide their light. A city on a hill should never try to hide themselves. This leads to the second part, and this part is going to sting a little bit. Look at somebody and say, this is going to sting a little bit. I told you that we shouldn't hide the light, right? Here's the next part. The light cannot be hidden, and the city cannot be hidden. Let me explain that. And this is a stronger concept to swallow. Why? Because if you really are a Christian, you will not want to hide your light. If you're a true Christian, mature in your faith, aware of your relationship with God, you cannot hide your light. You have to shine it because you feel an immense responsibility back to God to shine the light, to share the same forgiveness and hope and salvation that you received. Not shining is not an option for a true Christian. It's not an option. And this one's going to sting a little more. Look at somebody say, this one's going to sting a little more. <laughs> we have to tell the truth in church, right? <laughs> God's community, the people that are acting like God, and the people that are acting like Christ cannot be hidden. Why? Because they're acting different than the world. And that stands out. When you act different than the world, if everybody else is blue and you said, I'm going to be red, everybody's going to say, look, why is that person red? That's different than what we're doing. So if God's community, the people that are acting like God and acting like Christ are actually doing that, they can't be hidden because what Christ is doing is different than the world. When you act like Christ, which is what a Christian is, right? Christ-like. If I'm acting like Christ, I'm actually standing out. Therefore, if you blend in too much, guess what? You're not really being like Christ. Therefore, you're not really a Christian. I didn't mean to hurt anybody's feelings today, but can we just be honest? If you're not acting like Christ, if you're blending in with everybody else, you're not acting like Christ because Christ was different. From the moment Jesus showed up on the earth, he did different things, different things in the world, different things even than the real religious community that were shut in with their thought process. 
It was way out of the box. He was different. Look at somebody and say, Jesus was different. Look at somebody else and say, if you want to be like Jesus, you got to be different. Yep. Yep. You can clap for that if you want to. The community of God cannot be hidden because the true community of God stands out. It can't be, it can never be hidden because the true community of God, those that are truly trying to be like God and emulate the character of Christ are going to be way different than the world. Therefore, they stand out. Therefore, they cannot be hidden. They should not be hidden and they cannot be hidden. Look at somebody and say, it's okay to tell the truth. (laughs) The true light cannot be hidden. The true city cannot be hidden. The next few weeks, I, I, I want to look at what it is to really be a light in a world that's dark. It's not something that we're not aware of. We can watch what goes on in the news. We can watch what goes on in social media. And we know we live in a chaotic and dark time. But what is it to be the light of the world? I want to teach you how to turn your flashlight on. I want to talk about what it is to be that community of God. That city on a hill that draws attention. That people look and say, I want what they have. I want to have that holistic blessing. I don't just want money and a broken family. I want money and a great family. Amen. I don't want to just have a nice car. I want to have a nice car and a great wife. I want to have a great husband. I want to have a great spouse. I want to have great relationships. I don't want to just have great relationships and no money. The Bible says the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow with it. I want to talk about what it is to be a city on a hill and a light. Will you bow your heads? Let me pray with you today. God, I thank you for the incredible way that you challenge us every day. God, you challenge us in every season to be greater, to be more. Lord, I thank you that you would teach us what it means to really, truly shine. What it really, truly means to be part of your community, that city on a hill that people look to and say, that's hope. That's different. I want that. Lord, stir up a godly curiosity within us to seek you out and to seek out your truth and to seek out what you want for us as heads are bowed and eyes are closed maybe you say pastor I'm not where I need to be in my relationship with Jesus today I've kind of drifted or maybe I never really had that connection with Jesus but I want I don't want to leave this place without connecting with Jesus or reconnecting if that's you just slip up your hand I want to pray with you right where you are amen amen Amen. If you slipped up your hand, I want you to say this prayer with me. And we can all say this prayer together in agreement. Jesus, thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for caring for me and loving me before I even cared about you.
Thank you for dying on a cross for me. To take away all my sins. And reconnect me to God. Jesus, I receive your free, I receive your free gift of salvation. Forgive my sins. Give me a fresh start. I'm sorry for the times I messed up. For the times I did the wrong things. For the times I sinned. Jesus, I need you. Teach me how to follow you. Teach me how to be like you. Teach me how to be the person I need to be. In Jesus' name. Thanks again for listening. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. For more information or to connect with us, go to hopeunited.church. And remember, if God is with you, you will be undefeated.